Welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am so grateful that you are joining me here for another episode. This podcast is all about finding that light that is inside you and just shining it because you are absolutely meant and deserve to shine your true, authentic, radiant light. And it's also to remind you that you are not alone. We are absolutely in this together. And what makes this podcast so unique is that it is not just a podcast, but there is also a community space connected to it. It's off social media. You can find it on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com, linked below as well. And I really encourage you to stop on by and introduce yourself because together we can do so much more than we ever can when we are alone. And I know that to be true in so many ways. And for this week, I'm really looking forward to this episode because we're going to dive in and talk about connecting with each other, which really, you know, leads to us not being alone and knowing that we are in this together, that we can feel it, that we can see it, and that we can take those leaps to kind of let down that that shield that we carry around with us and allow others to see us for who we are. And connection, right? It's like such this big, massive word that people talk about. And we know we need it, but why? Why is it so important to connect with others? And if you think about it, like inherently, we're social creatures. As human beings, we are not meant to be in this isolation and going after and doing things alone. No, like it's just, it's not in our DNA to be that way. And of course, There are people who are more social than others. I mean, I would absolutely classify myself as an introvert. And I love connecting with people and finding those ways to just really see one another. But then I do need my time to regroup and recharge before I can, you know, go back out into the world and connect again. So it happens on all different scales, right? In in all different ways. But deep, deep down, like we still all need it. We need to be able to connect with each other. And being social just really helps improve our quality of life, right? Like if you think about your everyday, it's intertwined with social interaction. Whether that be you even just smiling and saying hello to the clerk at the grocery store, or when you have to call someone on a customer service line, or you're at work. You know, when you are surrounded by people, even if it's just on like these video calls that a lot of us are on now, there's that, that social interaction, that chance to really see one another, get to know one another, be with one another. And it's important. It's something that we all absolutely need. And when you have like a really good interaction, you feel better, right? Like when you walk away from a conversation or a meeting or even just that brief interaction in the grocery store and it was a good one, like you walk away feeling good, smiling and happy. If it's a a, a bad interaction, oh, that definitely goes the other way too, right? Where you just feel like, oh, that just wasn't good, you know, and it can bring you down. So really these social interactions that we have with one another are important. And they're important because they make us feel like we belong. And oh, no matter who you are, I know you want to feel like you belong. I want to feel like I belong. You want to feel like you belong. 
we all want to belong somewhere. To know that we sort of like have our space in this world where we're seen for who we are and that we can show up into that space and we're going to be accepted and embraced and just, you know, meant to be there. We all want that. And when we have that, we feel supported, right? Like we feel like we have our people by our side and we can do the things we want to do and tackle the products we want to tackle all because like we know we're backed by this amazing group of people that will get our backs. And whether that just be one person that you have supporting you or more than one, we, we need someone there, someone there that we know is that support system for us. And then also, you know, this social interaction and this belonging and this support, it gives us a purpose. I mean, really think about it because when you're getting support from others, it feels great and it's amazing and it's beautiful. But you also want to do that in turn for others, you know? When you support people, it feels great, right? It fills you up a bit to be able to be there for others. And I know just even with the simple Love Notes postcard project, the fairies, where a group of people are nominated and then we send postcards to them just to lift them up, you know, just to let them know that they're not alone. The act of me sitting down and writing those postcards to those nominees, people who I will never meet, probably never interact with outside of the postcard that I'm sending to them. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to know that I'm just putting out a little bit of love and happiness in the world and that the person receiving this, like it's just bound to make them smile. It absolutely is. And so it makes us feel good to help others, right? We all want to help others. And so it's important. It's really important. And again, like all these things, these belonging, the support, and this purpose doesn't have to be on this huge, massive, grand scale. I remember back, you know, when we were allowed to actually sit in coffee shops and chat with friends, I would go to um, one particular coffee shop all the time just to write. Like I love just getting out of the house and writing somewhere else. And I have been doing this for years. It really started when I was living alone because. I was just craving social interaction and going to the coffee shop, even though I wasn't talking to anyone, just being around other people made me feel good. It energized me. It gave me a new perspective. It inspired me to, to just show up and write on the page where when I was sitting home alone, like I was really stuck. And sometimes I wouldn't get any words down because I didn't have the motivation in me. I had to get out of the house. I wanted to be around other people. And going into this coffee shop, the person behind the counter, they knew my name. They knew what I was going to order. I didn't even have to say it. Just walking up to that counter, like I felt this ease and this comfort all because of her, because she got to know me in this tiny little way of just knowing what I liked to drink. And it made me felt like I belong there. Like this was my place to come and write. Like I was supposed to be here. Such a small thing, right? But massive and huge. And shifting our mindset and the way we feel in the most incredible way. 
And when it comes to support, like I was saying, it doesn't have to be that you have this whole army behind you. But we need that one person, that one person that we could turn to and be like, you won't believe what I just did. Or please celebrate this with me because, oh my gosh, I'm amazing. Or where you can just show up in tears and cry and know that that person will just sit with you. And I'm so grateful to have that in my friend, Kelly. I have known her ever since I first started working in the restaurant business. And that has been so many years ago when I had worked there. But she is the type of friend who just is, you show up exactly as you are. She doesn't judge one thing that you're saying. She gives me the space to be me, to make mistakes, to learn, to grow. And it's just there for me, you know, just listening, just being encouraging. And oh, I am so grateful to have her. You know, we all need someone like that in our lives. Someone that is going to support us on our journey, whatever that journey looks like. And knowing that like along the way, that journey is going to get messy. There's going to be tears and there's going to be just you falling to your knees, unsure of where to go or what to do. And you need that person who can stand in that mess with you, who doesn't try to just make it better, but is just willing to sit with you in whatever that looks like. We all need that. Without a doubt in my mind, every single one of you listening here, I know you need it. And if you have it, oh, treasure it. And if you don't, we'll find it, you know, and we can find it in this way where we learn to open up and connect with others. And I know it's not easy, not easy at all. Now, for the longest, oh, longest time, I was longing for community. I wanted to be a part of something but I didn't know how to find my people. I didn't know how to find that, uh, you know, the people who are like me, the people who got me, who I can just show up exactly as I was and they would just accept me. You know, I'm an introvert, a total wallflower. Growing up, I would be the one kind of blending into the background, not really wanting to be seen and just kind of keeping to myself a lot. And now looking back, I can see how being that way, right? Being this wallflower who stood in the background, that that hindered my chance to make those connections because I wasn't opening up to others. I wasn't really willing to share anything about myself. I could do it easily, so easily, if you gave me a pen and a piece of paper, I could tell you exactly how I was feeling. But if I had to stand in front of you and share it, oh my goodness, like it was as if my tongue was just totally tied and I had no idea what to say. I remember one time, and this was in college, you know, so I was older and I was struggling with expressing myself and my boyfriend at the time saw it and he knew it. And amazing that he even did this because he could have just gotten frustrated and been like, I'm out of here. But he handed me a piece of paper and a pen and he said, write it down, just write it down and then we'll talk about it. And what a gift that was because I was able to get it down. And then we were able to sit and talk through it. And for him to know that that's kind of really what I needed and to give me that space to do it, amazing. But it, it took that work to, for me to actually process it first on the page and then I was able to communicate it. 
So this kind of struggle with my communication really held me back from making those connections, from finding my people, from making those really good dear friends that I knew would be in my corner and would help me feel like I belonged. But now, you know, I see it, right? And I know that in order for me to make those connections, I have to open up. I have to be willing to to share my story, to share myself, to show the people that I want to connect with who I am, and to not be embarrassed or afraid or any of that with these people, but just to authentically be myself, you know? Because if I stand on the outside, I stay disconnected. I long to be a part of the group, but I don't give anyone a chance to get to know me. And how terrible does it feel to stand on the outside of a group, right? Like I'm sure we all have been there where we're standing on the outside looking in really, really wanting to be a part of it, but we don't know how to get ourselves into it. And a lot of that starts with just kind of walking into it, smiling, saying hello, sharing about who you are. When we do that, we really open up the door for connection. And then we're really able to see one another. And, oh, I have to tell you, I am so grateful for this time that we had this past year where I finally feel like I found my community. I finally feel like I found my people and I can sink into it and be a part of it and give myself that space and that grace to be seen. And it's a kind of funny, right, how it happened in a time when we had to be in isolation, in a time when we weren't able to be freely out there and talk to one another. And then also happened in a way where there was this other level of protection, where there was the screen between us. It wasn't me standing in front of you face to face, looking directly into your eyes. I was looking into your eyes, but by looking into the camera you know, and it's different. That screen I felt was definitely almost like a gift in a way for me where it gave me this tiny sense of protection, but it also then gave me this permission, this permission to open up, this permission to just show up, to show up imperfectly, to show up authentically, to just be myself, be willing to make mistakes, Be willing to not say the right thing and kind of stumble through and figure it out. And it's also, you know, I would say what I'm doing with this podcast. Stumbling through, right? Figuring it out along the way. Knowing that everything I say isn't perfect and not beautifully put together. But it's real. It's authentic. It's me just sitting in the microphone, showing up, trying to figure it out. And I got to tell you, when it was like my very first few episodes, I was terrified. And in order to prepare, you know, this introvert girl who is afraid to (laughs) talk, how are you going to fill 30 minutes, right? That's all I kept thinking in my head. How was I going to fill that time? And what I had done was literally like wrote down everything I wanted to say. And that kind of gave me like the safety blanket for if I, you know, like, Oh, got scared or just kind of lost my way. I could, I could find myself back by what I had already previously prepared. And so it really gave me that, that sense of like, okay, I I can do this. I can make it through. Now I just jot down 
a few notes to kind of keep me, you know, have some kind of a flow to it where I'm not jumping all over the place. I know I still probably do jump all over the place, but I'm finding more comfort in kind of sitting here and sharing myself and becoming vulnerable. It's our stories that connect us. It is absolutely our stories that connect us. And it's when we're willing to share our stories that we can find that common ground between each other. Because we are way more alike than we ever realized so many times. And of course, our stories may not look exactly the same, but we can all connect on those very basic human emotions. And that's what brings us together. That's what brings us with one another. But the one really thing to remember also about our stories, and Brene Brown says it so beautifully, so I'm just going to read her quote. But she says, our stories are not meant for everyone. Hearing them is a privilege. And we should always ask ourselves this before we share. Who has earned the right to hear my story? Who has earned the right to hear my story? And I love those words by Brene because it's so true because not everyone has earned that right. When you start to unearth those people who are your people, you'll start to see the ones that you can lean into, the ones that you can open up more to. And those are the people that you'll gravitate towards. But it doesn't mean if you go through a hard time that you then have to like blast it on social media and share it with everyone you know. And if you don't do it, that doesn't mean that you're being inauthentic. No, it's just that you're choosing to share with those who have earned the right to hear it. To those who are your people. That's who you want to share your stories with. That's where you're going to find that deeper connection and unearth really so much more that's there that you never realized at first. When I found this community space, you know, this past year, it was like a, it was like a coming home, you know, in finding my people, but also there's still you know, I'm still getting to know them. I'm still getting to, to find my way with them and where I'm opening up and those kind of things. And this past, um, few months, I went through a very difficult time, you know, like life kind of turned a bit upside down for me. And one of the women in the community, Tara, she asked if I, if she could share my story with some people in the community. And I said, yes, because I just knew it was safe. I knew the people that she would share it with. It would be safe. You know, I wasn't feeling like on edge about it. It just, it felt right to do it. You know, even though I wasn't unable to show up and say it myself, she wanted to share just so that I could get the support back because it was a time when I was really needing support. And so she did share it. And the support just, ugh. I got to tell you, like it flooded in, in the most amazing, magical way that it, it blew me away to have these people that I have known for such a short time, mostly who I've never even seen in person because it has been connecting through the Zoom classes that we are doing, you know? So there hasn't even been that in-person interaction with all of them, with some of them, yes, but not all of them. And then just to see the way that they were willing 
to show up and support me was amazing and just, oh, I mean, I have tears in my eyes just even thinking about it because it was so beautiful to receive this love. And it really made me pause and stop and think about how this never would have happened. Like I never would have received this back had I not been willing to show up and share in the way that I did. If I had not been willing to stand in the community, allow people to get to know me, share parts of my story. Again, like it's only been a year. It's only been mostly online. So nobody knows, you know, everything, but they know who I am. You know, they can see who I am at my core. And only because I didn't stay that wallflower, I didn't stand in the background and not share. I was willing to be vulnerable. I was willing to share those stories about myself that were wonderful and exciting and great news. And then also at the same time, share the hard parts. Share the truth. Share the struggle. Share what it didn't look like rainbows and butterflies. Because that is really where we find our connection. When we're willing to show up and bear the messy parts of it. That's really where we find each other. When we're able to come home to one another. And it has, this community, it has encouraged me to no longer be a wallflower. To be willing to stand in my authentic self. And even if it is with other people that don't embrace it like they do. I know deep in my core that I'm being true to me, and that's so important. And that will open up connections in the most unexpected ways. It will, it will blow you away when you start to do it, when you start to stand in you and not morph, you know, to kind of please other people. We all do it, right? Like we morph and try to, to just kind of fit into a situation a little bit better. And we'll always do that in some way or another for sure, right? Like there will be times when I am with people from work and I'm not going to totally be, you know, my wild carefree self. There will be parts of that there, but it might not be expressed in as strong as a way as when I'm with my people, right? And so we will absolutely still kind of like morph and shift, you know, depending upon the situations that we're in. But just really staying true to our center. And for me, it's really staying true to my passions. I have found that before, like, I was just always a little bit embarrassed about my passion for writing and pulling cards and doing all sorts of things. And I can post freely about it again when it comes to writing, like on my blog or like in a social media post and share freely that way. But then if you showed up and, you know, brought it up to me and wanted to talk about it, oh, I, I felt so awkward. I felt like, oh, should we really be having this conversation? Are you really, you know, okay with my writing and me doing these kinds of things? And it just, I don't know, I don't know why, but it would make me kind of like shrivel in a little bit rather than standing in my light and standing what it is that I am so passionate about. Having that community support me this past year has shown me how important it is for us to all stand in our own light 
in order for us to connect with one another, in order for us to be with one another. And I can see even just looking, you know, back on my life and where I chose to stand in the background and where I chose to step into the light, the difference in how I felt, you know, and when I was in the background, it was safe. Oh, so safe because all I was doing was observing, watching, taking it all in. But then there was always that inner longing inside me of wanting to be a part of it. And stepping into that light where you do share yourself, where you are vulnerable. Terrifying, right? Because now people are seeing you. Now people can judge you. Now people can share their opinions with you and tell you things about yourself that you might not like. But I was happier because I was in it and living it and being me. I'm happier standing in the light even when it does feel terrifying because it opens up the doors to find these friendships, to find these people who I can just sit with and laugh with and be with, and they're my people. We all need our people. And you can find them in so many different ways, and it really just starts with you being open. Being open and willing to allow them to enter your life. Being open and willing to allow yourself to share with them, to invite them in, to let them see the dishes piled in your sink, the laundry overflowing, your hair a mess, no makeup on, all of it, you know, totally unfiltered. That's what it's about. And looking back, I can even see ways that I kind of did myself a disservice by not connecting even with family members because I kind of just stood on the perimeter, you know? And now as I'm starting to share more of my story and not just in writing, (laughs) but verbally and having those conversations, the connection is happening. It's getting deeper. I'm learning more about them. They're learning more about me and it's beautiful and it's vulnerable and it's hard and it can be awkward. But there's such a beautiful payoff to the, in the end, where you have this knowing of one another, where you have this common ground and this friendship that might not have been as deep as it was before. And so I encourage you to kind of take those leaps when it feels like it's the right people and remembering that not everyone deserves to hear your story. It's not a blast it out to the world and kind of see who comes back in kind of thing. No, it's very intentional. It's very intuition too, like really listening deep to what your intuition is saying. And it's also stepping deeply into your own authenticity, being the person that you are, not changing, not morphing. Yes, of course you want to grow, you want to become, but it doesn't mean you need to become someone else. No. It just means you're standing more deeper in who you are, in who you know you are. And what a gift that is to yourself and to every single person around you. And here's the other thing. When you do it, when you stand in your light, when you just show up as you, you encourage other people to do the same. And we need that. We need that so much where you can just encourage people to be who they are. 
in their most beautiful way. And I know, like, uh, if you're really looking for that connection, if you're craving that community, my heart is with you because I know how hard it is, right? I know how hard it is to find. I know how challenging it is to put yourself out there. I know the sadness that comes just kind of feeling like you're standing on the outside. Ugh, it's, it's the worst. Like it really is. But know that you don't have to stand there. You can open the door and walk in. You don't need to wait for someone to invite you in. If you see a group of people and you're intrigued by them and you want to be a part of it, take that terrifying leap and bring yourself into the group. Say hello, introduce yourself, and allow them to get to know you. Allow them to get to know your truth, your messy parts, if it is the people that feel right for you. And if you're really longing and aren't sure where to begin, I'm going to tell you, come on over to the Soul Circle community space. It is a beautiful space filled with radiant souls and just showing up as they are imperfectly perfect. And so please come over and say hello. Start there. And you never know from there where it could lead to. What one tiny connection on there could blossom into. Or they could introduce you to someone else. You, just, uh, you, you have to be willing to try, right? To take those risks. So do it. I really invite you to do it. It makes me excited like to know that you'll come over there and I get to meet you. And also on this podcast, you know how I love to give writing prompts. And I want us to really think about this week about connection and the ways that we can connect more deeply with others, the way that we can kind of open ourselves up to this possibility of finding what we're longing for, finding that deeper connection that we might not have always had, but it can be there if we leap. And so you're going to start with the words, I will connect. I will connect. And see what goes from there. And this might take you many different ways. And one thing I really want you to know when you do any of these writing prompts I give you each week is that the prompt is really just your starting point. From there, it may take you somewhere totally different. Go with that. See where it goes. I remember one time sitting in a coffee shop to write, thinking I was going to write about one thing, and that's where I started. And then all of a sudden, the pen took a total detour. Tears began to fill in my eyes. I'm sitting at this table, crying, writing, just getting it all out. And what was coming out was nothing I was expecting at all. It was like a total curveball thrown my way. But obviously, it was something I needed to work through, something I needed to release. And the page gave me that space to do it. So if, if it's so far off the wall, you're like, where is this coming from? Go with it. See where it goes. And another thing to remember with this writing prompts is don't judge. Whatever comes out, allow it to come out, knowing that the page is yours and yours alone. No one needs to see what you put on there. Allow it to be a beautiful, safe space for you. And if that means in order for you to feel safe with it, after you write, you need to crumple it up and throw it away or burn it. Do that. 
Because it's not about keeping it and holding on to it. It's really about that letting it go and getting it out of you. So I will connect. That is your prompt. See where it takes you. And if you want, please come over to the community space and share what came up for you. I will be back here next week with a brand new podcast. And I look forward to chatting with you then again. And just thank you. Thank you so much for all of your support, for being here. And I also want to just give a huge thank you to Dustin. A lot of you have given me um, so much support about the sound of the podcast and how it just sounds so uh, professional. And I got to tell you, that would not have happened if it was just me. I know nothing about all this technology and all of these pieces, but he has really helped me to bring it together and to give me this beautiful microphone and soundboard, which all I know how to do is plug in and hit record. (laughs) You know, that's all, that's my job. He has handled the rest. So just a huge thank you to him. A huge thank you to all of you for your support. I look forward to hanging out with you in the Soul Circle community, and I will see you next week. Until then, have a wonderful week. Thank you.